Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I am so happy you are here. Oh man, this episode has been a long time in the making. So obviously this is about human design. And if you're not sure what human design is, that's, we trust me, we go into it in the episode. So you're going to be just fine. You're going to be all caught up. But this is one of those pivotal moments in my life and business where I stumbled upon something and I was curious about it and I checked it out and kind of never looked back. It's just been a tool that has served me so well. And it's been so fun to dive into and learn more about, more about obviously my own human design and learning about Chris's human design and cruises and different members of my family. I'm now using it for my clients that I work with in the mastermind and one-on-one. I want to know their design so I can support them specifically as it relates to their design. And it's just been, it's been so fun and valuable for me. So just to kind of give you a summary or like how I would explain human design is it's like a personality test with a slight astrological spin to it. And only because in order to find out your design, you have to know your exact time of birth. Um, you have to give like your exact location, um, the date and that kind of thing. And then that will tell you what your design is. Other than that, it, you know, it doesn't go into like moons and stars or anything, but it's just been so cool. So I don't know the first time, like who it was, what it was the first time I ever heard about human design, but I imagine it was some sort of post or podcast or something. And I heard about it and it piqued my interest. And I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to see what my design is. What the heck? So I called my mom, found out my birth time and actually I got my birth certificate because I was like, I don't know any, cause you have to know the exact time. So I, I found my birth certificate, got the exact time, figured out that I'm a six, two, many gen and learned all the things. And as soon as I looked into it, it was like spot on, spot on. So from there, I booked a reading with, um, this business that I was following at the time who does human design readings. And there's lots of people who do them now who are certified and who do readings, which is really cool. I booked a call and it was, it was awesome. I learned a lot and it was one of those things. I was like, okay, I really like that. That really resonates. Maybe I'll continue, you know, like definitely cherry picked some things that I carried into my business 
it brought a lot of peace to how I feel about myself as a business owner. It gave me a lot of permission to really lean into my personality and how I operate. And anyway, so I kind of let it be. And some time passes and in walks Allison Cullen into my life. And she joined the Game Changer Mastermind. So of course I got to know her. I got to know her business. And as part of that, I was like, well, I, I'm going to use this as an opportunity to learn more about human design and, and, you know, dig deeper into how I can use this as, as a human, but, but again, as a business owner. And I booked a call with her and you know how sometimes people just explain something in such a way that it just lands completely lands. That is my, my experience with Allison. The first reading I had was wonderful. The people that I worked with were fantastic, so knowledgeable, but Allison just had this way of relating it in a way that was so understandable, so applicable when it comes to my business. And it just, it was like all the dots connected all of a sudden. I felt so seen. And, and again, like I had this permission, like, okay, this is why I feel the way that I feel. This is why I operate the way that I operate. Not because I'm annoying (laughs) and insufferable, but because this is like who I am as a person. This is how I was designed for a reason. All of this was on purpose. And since then, like I said, that's when I started, you know, wanting to incorporate into the mentorship with the women that I work with and Allison's helping me with that. And, you know, again, like learning cruises design and Chris's and all of that. It's just, it's been so fun. And for me, particularly in terms of business effective. So I knew for the longest time, I wanted to get Allison on the podcast to bring this conversation here and bless you with her knowledge in the same way that it's blessed me. So I'm so freaking excited that today is the day that I get to release this. So in this episode, of course, we're going to talk about what human design is. We're going to talk about Allison's story. We're going to break down all of the different human design types and how they operate, like their strengths and strategy in business. So you'll get some business tips based on your type. And if you don't know your type, that's okay. In the show notes, um, I have linked tons of resources for you so that you can find your type. Um, if you want to book a call with Allison, she has been generous, like beyond generous and given us a 15% off code. If you want to book a call with her and learn, you know, just dive deeper into your own type and your own business. Um, so we talk about the different types. We discuss this really cool paradigm shift that's happening in real time as we speak across the globe, which I didn't even realize. And some of us play a big part in this paradigm shift. And I'm one of the lucky ones, which is really neat. And it's all part of my design. So you'll hear about that. And also if you have the same design as me or the same, um, I think it's called an incarnation cross 
that yeah you'll you'll hear about it in the episode but anyway this is a juicy one it's fun this is truly like i truly encourage you to listen i mean you've probably heard of human design by now i would assume but if you haven't really you know dove deep into it or pay much made much attention i encourage you to listen with an open mind and just like take what resonates take what doesn't and it might be one of those things that is just it doesn't vibe with you and that's perfect like enneagram myers briggs those were ones for me that like i got it i get it like i get the appeal but it didn't quite land for me but human design did. So I would just have an open mind about it, just like any other personality-ish type test. And enjoy. Allison's amazing, and I'm so excited. If you have not experienced her vibe yet, she's just the best. She's an entrepreneur. She's a mama. She is the host of the You Do Woo podcast, which is fantastic. And again, I will link all of the things in the show notes so you can go show her some love, hear more and learn more from her and maybe even book the call if you feel called. Okay. Love you. Enjoy. Allison, I'm so happy you are here. This has been a long time in the making this conversation. I am so freaking honored to be on the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I've been listening to you for years, so I'm very, very honored to be on here. Well, I'm honored to have you on here because it's so magical how you and I flowed into each other's world because when I found, well, when we found each other, I was just getting into human design and I I had had a reading done and I was really starting to to learn more about it. It was really starting to resonate and I had taken some time off just to focus on business and had kind of like forgotten about it a little bit. And then you flowed into my world. And so for those of you who don't know, Allison has a podcast called You Do Woo And I listened to one of your episodes and I was like, oh my gosh, the way you explain human design and just energetics in general, just the best way that I can describe it is it's so down to earth and easy to metabolize. Just the way you explain things. It's so uh, relatable. I don't know. Like you're so good at what you do. And I was like, okay, this, this is my, if I have a resident human design guru, it's Allison. <laughs> That's who you are. So, well, thank you cool. so much. It's so crazy. Cause I often listen to you in your podcast episodes, when you talk about your past life, managing social media accounts and everything. And it's been cool to watch you transform into like a very elite business coach. So it's funny because my past life, I was an accountant for musicians and business manager and all of that kind of stuff. And so now sometimes people see me in my new, my new position um, and my podcast being called You Do Woo. And they're like, what? Like, how did you go from, <laughs> from accountant to- How did we get yeah. here? Actually, that's a great place to start. How did- you get here? Like, how did you go from business accountant to podcast host called You Do Woo and all things human design? Yeah. So it, 
I mean, I think my big shift started when I got pregnant. My brain, yeah, (laughs) my brain chemistry changed so much. Obviously, like the first trimester, I felt like complete crap. And so I wasn't, I was just like being super lazy and everything. But um, especially in the second and third trimester, I started having so much trouble with accounting. Like I've always been really good at it. I was, I was a business manager for a ton of bands in Nashville and Austin, and I loved it. And I was great at it and really well known for doing what I did. And then something that like, once I got pregnant, something that took me 30 minutes would take me like four hours to do. It's like Mm -hmm. my brain just didn't compute that correctly. Looking back on it, I think I was forcing myself to do work that didn't really light me up, whether I was good at it or not. It was not, I don't know. It just wasn't my authentic aligned work. And I've always been very interested in personal development and spiritual development and all of that kind of stuff, like my whole life. So I was first introduced to human design. I don't even remember the podcast. It was some podcast. I think it was a goop podcast, honestly, mm-hmm. that I heard that Sounds I heard it right. on. Yeah. <laughs> and it was back in early 2019 that I heard about it. And I started researching it on my own, just like diving down the rabbit hole, which you can totally do. And there's some crazy stuff on the internet. So I would definitely say, go find like one guide that you, that you resonate with and Agreed. sort of help follow mm-hmm. them. Cause there's so much stuff that doesn't really make sense. But, um, I started researching everything in 2019 and really got a handle on my type and all that kind of stuff. And then my daughter was born in September 2019. And I found out that she was a reflector, which is like less than 1% of the population. So I was like, this is crazy. Um, In the hospital, I was like looking up her birth time and all of the things. Mm -hmm. And I started bawling because I was like, oh my God, reflectors are very empathic. A lot of times they can be psychic. Um, they're very, very rare and it's, they're just really susceptible to other people's energies. So I just was like, you know, you're, you just had a baby and you're emotional and tired and all the things anyways. But I was like, I really need to look into this human design thing because I want to help raise her in a way that is going to be like the best for her. So I started in my fourth trimester taking classes, of course, because mm-hmm. that's the like go getter that I am. I'm like, I want to keep working. Even <laughs> though I had three months of maternity leave, I started studying and in, in that time off, I started studying human design a little bit and um ended up getting certified, ended up starting my podcast in July 2020. And obviously we were like three or four months into the pandemic and things were real funky in the music industry. Like you could, mm-hmm. they weren't able to go to con- like have concerts or anything like that. So I had been furloughed from that job. And the reason that I found your podcast was because I was also involved in a network marketing company. And for some, I don't know how that happened, but like at the very beginning of your podcast, it was like all like everybody and their mother who was in network marketing was listening to it. And now I feel like you've sort of niched down to like high level, you know, private coaching and stuff. But Mm-hmm. I think that's still a really good, you know, market for you, um, yeah. for solopreneurs and stuff. And that's how I found you. I'm no longer um, active in that anymore, but I'm grateful for it for a lot of reasons because it brought me a lot of different connections and you and, and all that, but that sort of 
got a little funky during the pandemic, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, we couldn't do in-person anything or conventions or stuff like that. And I was like, what, what do I do? Like, I'm not Mm -hmm. sure. And so many of my friends who I had talked to about human design and done free readings for them and all that kind of stuff were like, you need to do human design. You should start a podcast like about human design. So I originally started a podcast just for fun to like Mm -hmm. spread the word about it. Um, started slowly charging for human design readings and then eventually like started a website, started creating digital courses and, and realized, I remember when my husband was like, you're so happy. Like you're so happy with what you're doing. And he was like, I'm jealous because I want to find something like that. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, I am. And I'm so grateful. And I think around that time, time was like a few months before I before I started working with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been, it's been a crazy couple of years, but finding human design enabled me to get out of a couple of jobs that I didn't really, really love. And it's like, in the end, we have this one life. And if you're not doing something from eight to five that you freaking love, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Right, right. I ask myself that question all the time. Like, why does everybody else not want to do what we do? (laughs) Like in your own right, whatever that like for you, it's human design. For me, it's business strategy, Mm -hmm. but I get it. Like not everybody has our design and not everybody is made to and and wants this, but, but that's how I feel too. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this y'all, you don't know what you're missing. It's so much fun. And we can go, th- we can go through a few of the different types so that people know how to look up theirs and utilize it yes. well. But one thing I did your reading, I think in December of 2021, and one of your superpowers that was so cool to see that I don't see often is, so in human design, you have like four main superpowers and everybody's is so different, especially like the combination of the four. So yours, one of yours that I love um, was about creating and spreading and helping other people with you. It's women business owners, like with a different type of wisdom in human design. We have this idea, like I remember in 2019, when I got my first reading, this gal, it was like the 75 year old woman who lived on Maui that did a reading for me and my daughter who, who was just born. And she was talking about this new um, paradigm that's coming. And it started in 2020 and it's ending in 2027 and we'll continue after that. But this is like the shift from 2020 to 2027. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if anybody feels this, but it's we're two and a half years in now. Um, So you are meant to be one of the leaders that takes us into this new paradigm. You have a different type of wisdom that we are not currently being praised for in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, like not at all. And now finally, some people are sort of waking up to it, this new type of wisdom, not based on textbook knowledge or quote unquote logic. Mm -hmm. It's more of an innate intuition-led energetic style of wisdom. Yes. So that is one of your four superpowers. I'm not going to go into all of them, but that's one of them, um, is to help lead people into this new paradigm. 
So I don't know if you noticed a shift for you and your business in the beginning of 2020, but that's like when it started and then it's going to continue for the next, well, now four and a half years. I would say it was probably the beginning of 2020 because that's when we, I'm trying to think, that's when we moved into this house. And when I made a big shift from, you know, mostly social media to business strategy. Mm-hmm. And I would say it was probably 2021 that I started becoming bold enough to talk about the things that I actually wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. So it was an unfolding for me. And when you say that it's like this inner um, intuitive knowing type thing, that's, that's what it feels like mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know where I got the things that are coming to my mind, but, or I, I hear it from other people, people that are more bold that, that speak of this shift that speak of energetics, all these things. And all I know is in my body, it's like, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's 1 million percent correct. I don't need to know the science. I don't know why I don't need to know the science. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm the type of person who needs to know the science and how things work. And I mean, you nailed it. And I, I actually, you had mentioned that in a reading, but the way that you just worded that gave me chills Mm -hmm. because I literally just said in one of the last podcasts, like there's this massive shift happening and like, you're either getting it or you're not, but eventually you will. And it's just like, I feel like so many people are moving in this direction of starting to understand what's available to them and the power of their mind and all of the things. So that's so cool. And I think it started in 2020 because of the pandemic, even though all of the, are we allowed to cuss on here? Yes. You can okay. <laughs> <laughs> all of the shit show stuff that happened, um, I, a huge blessing of it was that people realized they didn't have to go to an office to get the stuff done that they needed to. Mm. And a lot of people could probably get their eight hours of work done in two hours if they wanted to. So I think that that started sort of the shift, but a lot of people still aren't awake. If you're listening to this episode, I think you are. So like, I think Mm -hmm. if you're listening, if you're, if you listen to Allie's podcast regularly, you're part of this group that is meant to lead us into the new paradigm. Um, And it's so important, especially for women, nothing against men. I love men not sexist, but like, love them. yes, <laughs> there's something about women that we just have such pure, good hearts and we want the best for everyone. And you, and Allie teaches this all the time, but like, you need to learn to be selfish and love what you do and not know that you have to take care of everybody and everything, take care of you and your family mm-hmm. and do what you freaking love to do and make a crap ton of money because that is what is going to change the world. Like a million percent. That is a big deal. It starts with the freedom, right? When you have the freedom to live your life on your terms, then you can make the impact. Then you can help other people acquire that freedom. And I just got like this crazy comment the other day. They're like, well, you talk about is money and money, this and money that I'm like, it's a big part of it. Okay. (laughs) This is business. You know, that's, Mm -hmm. that's huge. So I have a question about this superpower and, and people. So what is this? How is this just a many gen thing or how would somebody know if they are part of this movement too? Like has the same superpower? 
Yes. Okay. So this is sort of a two part answer to this question. One, um, I'm going to go through the five types really quick here in a second so that people know how to look that up and what type they are and the characteristics. So Allie, you are a manifesting generator, which is a Manning Gen or an MG. MGs are meant to teach us and be a role model for the rest of the world that you don't have to do things in a linear little baby step fashion. Obviously, if there's certain things where you're like, I can't do all of this at once, I need to just like take baby steps, fine. But you can have quantum leap growth, like Ali always talks about. So that's like a huge deal for many gens is like, live your dream life, show other people they can live their dream life. Be proof that you don't have to do things in a linear fashion, period. So that's the first part I'll say is like the type each has a little bit of a superpower. The superpowers I'm talking about are like super, super specific, depending on your exact time of birth and um, where you were on this earth when you were born and took your first breath of oxygen and all of that kind of stuff. So the way that people can look that up, um, you do need to know your exact time of birth. And we'll link this below of how to go get a free chart But you go in and you put all your information. You have to know your city, state, country of birth, the exact time. Don't click the UTC code box. Just leave it open and do it in military time. So if you were born at 2 p.m. in Houston, Texas, then it'll be um, 14.00, right? Um, And put all that information in and it'll give you your type and all of that kind of stuff. And I'll go through a few of those things. But the incarnation cross is what gives you your four superpowers. Okay. And these are four themes of your life that you're meant to learn and teach and really pay attention to. And they can honestly be applied to any type of career. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be, you don't have to be a business coach, super applicable for business coaches because mm-hmm. you can get really detailed on like what you're meant to do. But if you're a doctor, I just talked to a doctor this morning. If you are an attorney, if you're a real estate agent, whatever, it doesn't matter. You can utilize all of these things in your particular business. And mm-hmm. there are four things to pay attention to. And if you literally forget about everything else that you're supposed to do and pay attention to these four things, it just makes you very magnetic. It helps you make aligned decisions on what you're supposed to do and not. And it's just, it's really important. So that that was one of your four superpowers. In fact, okay. I think that was two of your four superpowers because there's like four numbers and sometimes two sort of go together. Okay. So it's like half of your, half of your reason for being on this earth at this time. Wild, freaking wild. And, you know, to kind of backtrack a little bit for the person who is listening and who is like, okay, this is all sounding really cool, but what even is human (laughs) design? (laughs) Because we meant to cover that before. So I joke about this. I, so human design is just a tool to have in your toolbox. It's not the end all be all of everything. Mm -hmm. It's not a religion or a belief system or anything like that. So you can be of any type of religious or non-religious background and just utilize this in your toolbox. It is almost like the Enneagram Mm -hmm. and Mm Myers-Briggs and some parts of astrology. I'm not big on astrology, but some parts of astrology like had a baby together. 
I agree. Yeah. Right? What else do you think it's similar to? I would say, I think that that's a really good way to put it. Like Enneagram and astrology had sexy time together mm-hmm. and produced a, a more fun chart. I personally have done all of the personality charts and all the things. And people ask me all the mother effing time, what Enneagram I am, what blah, blah, blah. And I, I never remember because none of it really resonated. Like some things would resonate with me. But I was, it just felt so clinical, so boring. Yeah. And then something about human design, when I discovered it, I was like, ah, here's the personality <laughs> test that I've been looking for my whole life. <laughs> yeah. I have, um, one of my good friends is an Enneagram specialist. I'm getting ready to have her on my podcast. She's actually really, she's best friends with one of the little big town girls. I don't know if you're into country music. I love mm-hmm. yeah. I was I'm a country music person. Um, she's great. And I'm going to like, like question her on a lot of the stuff because Enneagram is so cool, but you sort of choose your own. And I'm like, well, I'll like make myself fit into any of these. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I did too. Like, it's yeah. so hard to be like, well, I, I want to be more of a leader. So I'm going to pick yeah. this one. And yeah. And then like, but depending on my mood, I could be any different thing. So yes, that's a big piece for me too. Yeah. So this one is based on, um, your birth chart and your natal chart. So I I just always say to everybody, I'm like, just look it up, just find out a little bit more information, take the information that resonates with you, leave what doesn't resonate with you. Mm -hmm. And we'll go from there. Do you want me to go through the five types just so that people can sort of like look up their chart for free and then see if these things resonate with them? Yeah. Um, Okay. So we have generators and manifesting generators. So I'm a generator. Allie, you're a manifesting generator. And I'm going to go through the differences of the two as well. But this is most of the population. About 70% of the population are generators or MGs. As an MG, you can be slightly more manifester or slightly more generator. So I'm going to explain the generator portion. And then for MGs, sometimes you can like sort of be both. Um, We'll get there. So generators and MGs have the most energy and life force to build and create and bring things to life. They Career is of the utmost important to this type. For me, I was in a career that I was really good at, made a lot of money, but wasn't deeply fulfilled in for 17 years. Mm. And I think that is what gave me so much anxiety and just feeling blah and feeling like, what more is there? I resonated so much with your episode that talked about the the gene, the hell no mediocre gene. (laughs) Like it's like that. And I was like, I can't do this Mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. So for everybody else career is, it's important what you do every day, but especially for generators and MGs, like you have to be a hundred percent aligned with what you're doing Mm -hmm. as a career because you are really meant to work every day. And as long as you want to, that feels good. Yeah. They're the only types. We are the only types that are actually built for like an eight hour workday. Mm. Everybody else is not built for an eight hour workday. If you have not, if you get to the end of the day and you haven't used your energy in a super satisfying way, you're going to be really restless and not be able to sleep very well. And I was somebody who was that way. You got to empty the tank. 
I have to empty the tank. That that's the way that I put it. Like when I've had a good satisfying day, I'm like, okay, I did it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And sometimes it also requires a little bit of physical activity on Mm -hmm. our part because we just have so much energy and we create so much energy and it it's wonderful because it overflows into everybody else in our life or in our circles. Mm -hmm. And so those people who don't create a lot of energy themselves can get that from generators and MGs. Mm. MGs are a little bit more to where some days they can have a little bit more manifester energy, which um, just means y'all are able to have like a lot of plates spinning at a time. Mm. I, as a generator, really need to focus on one thing and that's one thing I love working with you one-on-one about is being like, okay, I need to stop trying to do all the things. Cause I see you doing all the things and all these probably other manifestors and MGs doing all the things. And I'm like, I need to stick to one thing, at least for that week or mm-hmm. that month or whatever. Yeah. But MGs really can like how you get downloads for like, I'm going to create this profitable podcast course. Blah. There we go. That's like a very MG or manifestor thing. So yeah. Okay. Keep going Fast with that. Fast turnaround type vibe. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, their strategy, our strategy is to respond. You're supposed to just let life come to you and decide if it's a heck yes or heck no. And really, if it's a heck no, say no. Like say mm-hmm. no or say, okay, not right now. Let's wait till it is a heck yes if it's meant to be later on. Mm-hmm. So that's a really, really big deal. And then authority with generators and MGs is normally either sacral or emotional authority. So sacral is that hit, that full body, heck yes or heck no. Emotional, which is what you have, is yes, you have that sacral authority, but first you sort of need to wait your 24 hours to feel out your highs and lows. For big decisions? For big decisions. Mm -hmm. For for big decisions. Little I mean, if you want to start practicing with all decisions at the beginning, great. Mm -hmm. But eventually you get to just big decisions. And as you practice and really know your body and your gut instinct, you can get to where you're like, okay, I just need two hours to think about this instead of 24 to 48. Because I know myself and I trust my gut and I trust my sacral and you can go from there. So you're probably all already like well, well into that to where you don't have to wait like two or three days. And you, you've told me before that for anybody else who's an emotional authority, that the goal is to take, to make that decision from a place of neutrality. So not like a super high, which I can be guilty of being impulsive and making rash decisions from place of high or low to mm-hmm. both. Um, so the goal is go through the emotions, wait as long as it takes to do that. And then from a neutral place, is this a hell yes or hell no? Yep. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. So those are generators and manigens. Manifestors are about 9% of the population. These are people who are meant to initiate and make things happen and get things started. So you do have this energy within you as well as a manigen. Um, they are, if you're a manifester, you have to, have to, have to be your own boss. Like Mm. you're just not going to be okay being told what to do. Even coming out of the womb, you were probably the leader of your family. Like Mm. you just have a really big energy. Um, Freedom is extremely important for manifestors. They can often see the future, not like psychically, but like see, um, 
the future of the world and what things are going to look like a few years down the road versus what's current 3D reality. And that's amazing. Like they're really great leaders. There's less and less and less manifestors. Manifestors used to be more, um, like more abundant in the world when we had like a lot of wars and stuff, you know, people just fighting and we needed like leaders Mm -hmm. to help do those things and to conquer lands and all that kind of stuff. So manifestors are now 9% of the population and going down and down and down. Um, but they're very important. They are meant to make the first move, but not always finish what they started. Mm. And that's like a big unlearning for people because a lot of times manifestors get called like flaky or like just all over the place, you know, like ADD feeling like they have like too many things going on. Um, and they're really meant to have these like insane, amazing ideas and give them off to people to get them done and then move on to the next idea. CEO vibes, delegate. Total CEO vibes. That's like why they really can't work for other people. I feel like be fulfilled. It's weird because manifestors, um, a lot of times when I do a reading for manifestors, I'm like very intimidated like even if it's somebody who doesn't even have a business yet and mm-hmm. they're just trying to f- figure out what they need to do next it's they have such a big aura like such a big energy that it can be intimidating to people who aren't who aren't manifestors but it's cool it's powerful yeah, yeah. it's it's awesome so they need to really work on being giving themselves permission to be very powerful stepping into that leadership role it's okay they're going to be off-putting to a lot of people and they need to get over it and like not care what other people think because the people that they're meant to attract will be obsessed with them. But they have to fully own it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the things that I love about these readings so much is they give you so much permission to be fully yourself. Like it was so freeing for me. And I can imagine anybody that finds out that they're a manifester and who have felt, because I can imagine if I was a manifester and I felt like I was off-putting to people or that I didn't want to finish things, I would make that mean such a negative story in my head. So I'm excited for somebody to find out they're a manifester and feel that relief, hopefully. Yeah. And the MGs, because like even you have quite a bit of manifester energy And there's so many things that I see, you know, manifester in you. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes people feel like they're like the black sheep of their family, Mm -hmm. um, that they're just like, I think of things so differently than other people. And once you accept that and step into your power, it's like magnetism, like crazy magnetism. So I love manifestors. Projectors are about 20% of the population. They are not really here to do they're here to be guides, not so much like workhorses. Um, they don't have consistent access to energy. It comes in spurts and projectors are really only meant to work like two or three hours per day mm-hmm. and then take the rest of the time for fun and creative stuff and self-care and nurturing and all of that kind of stuff. They're one of the most efficient types. They can get more done in three hours than most people can get done in like a week. Um, so it's amazing. Their strategy is to be, is this is hard. (laughs) This is hard for projectors. They have to wait to be invited. Ah, yeah. So cold reach outs, 
you know, like just going after people is not the way for the projector. The more that they know their superpowers, step into them, share those superpowers, know their self-worth and like are just truly be like, I'm a badass. This is what I'm good at. I'm meant to be a guide for other people. Then those those um, invitations will come nonstop. So is this different different than responding? Mm-hmm. So responding is a little bit more, um, you have this way of being where you, I don't know, generators and manygens like normally know their power, like know what they're good at and know their power and don't too much second guess, guess themselves. They just have this urge to go out and make things happen. Mm-hmm. So for generators and MGs, you want to like rein that back a little bit and be like, things are going to come to me that are meant to be in front of me. And my power is in saying yes or no. Mm -hmm. For projectors, they sort of need to work on noticing their power first, and then they'll just be in like, have the invitations come. Um, It's so weird. My husband's a projector and my sister's a projector. And there's such a different personality type between the two, mm-hmm. like that and generators. Um, it's almost like generators have to unlearn any, like trying too hard to help other people and make things happen. Projectors have to unlearn trying to get other people to show them their worth. Mm. They have to tap into that themselves. Mm-hmm. That's why they're here. Mm-hmm. You'll know if you're a projector, you'll resonate with that. Um, I don't know. It's like a weird energetic thing. I work with, there's actually a few projectors in the mastermind. Mm -hmm. And this makes so much sense because Mm -hmm. like I can see, and they, they know too, they know that they're badass, but like, Mm -hmm. I see it so clearly sometimes. And then Mm -hmm. sometimes they will be, you know, they'll have their moments and I'm like, how can you not see what I see in you? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. If you could only like see yourself through my eyes, but that makes sense that like, that's, that's part of the journey for them is to, to see it themselves. So it's different too. So projectors are sort of the, like the CEO of the new era in that they're supposed to sit in their office and keep the door open for like two hours a day and let people come to them and ask them questions. Mm. And then they're done and they're done with work. Whereas you and I, I'm like, I would not feel great with only working two hours a day. Not because I'm a workaholic, but like I have too much energy to get out. Right. So it's all about the energetics mm. with the different. And I literally to this day, I've done over 200 readings. I literally to this day have only had one person that didn't resonate with what, like the reading I gave them. A, she had three toddlers on top of her the whole time. So I don't know if she was listening. (laughs) She was exhausted. (laughs) And she was gifted the reading as a gift certificate. So I've sort of backed away from doing gift certificates because I feel like people need to be wanting to seek this information um, and utilize it and whatever. So that's literally the one in probably like 250 readings Mm -hmm. that has not 100% on a cellular level resonated with their type and their strategy and authority. So just just something to know. And the last type, and then you can ask me any any questions you want, is the reflector. Um, Less than 1% of the population are reflectors currently. They're 
it's obviously super unique beings. They're almost like the canary in the coal mine, where if a environment or situation or workplace or whatever is not healthy, they're going to be the first one to notice it. And they're not going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And the, and hopefully they'll be able to talk about it and move themselves. But they take on everything in their environment. They're, so when I go through a human design chart reading, I go through all of your nine chakra centers, which are your energy centers. And each one means something. We won't go through that today. But um, theirs are all open, which just means every chakra center is a sponge for other people's energy. Wow. To give you an example, you only have one of the nine open. Mm-hmm. which is your G center, which is all about environment. So you really have to have a beautiful, aesthetically pleasing, organized, clear environment to like think straight. Mm-hmm. I'm not that way. <laughs> I have a close one. Neither is my husband. <laughs> yeah. So it's really, really funny. Um, but so reflectors are totally, totally open. A lot of times they're very psychic, um, super empaths. They're very sensitive to their environment and they're sort of the chameleons. Like they can change their identity based on who they're hanging out with. And I've only done like two chart readings. No, I've done one chart reading and then have a good friend that's a reflector. So we like talk about it quite a bit um, of reflectors because they're so rare. And my daughter is, but she's two and a half. So we're, you know, she's a toddler. Have you noticed anything with your daughter, like as far as psychic abilities, anything, if you feel like talking about it, that's so fascinating to me that your daughter is a reflector now that I know how rare they are. Yeah, I haven't had um, total psychic abilities. So I was actually watching a training from a different coach um, who I don't, I'm not going to name names who I don't absolutely love. And I like stopped following her podcast, but I was like watching a training of her and Caroline, my daughter was sitting by me. Um, she was watching Peppa Pig and I was watching this and whatever. And she goes, mommy, the, the gal was like happy and smiling and talking about all of her things. And Caroline goes, mommy, she's mad. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, she's smiling. She goes, nope, she's mad. And then, so it was a, it was a Facebook training And then the next day she released an episode that talked about how she just went on a terrible like Tinder date or something. And so it was a long, she was recording the Facebook live probably right after the Tinder date. Right. And then releasing on a brave face. Whoa. That's wild. Right. So that's the one thing I've seen. There's a few other like sort of personal things um, Mm -hmm. we can talk about outside of the podcast. Yeah. But yeah, that, and then she's very, she's just really sensitive to her environment. I'm not a big picker up and picker upper and cleaner and stuff. And I've gotten better. We have maids now, so that's a help. But Mm -hmm. I also like do a better job of picking up because I realize how affected she is when things are sort of cluttered, like she's more cranky and everything. Um, So yeah, those are the, there's a few things I've noticed with her, but I'm also trying not to put her in a box. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Like let that's what is taught in parenting and human design is like, you're the one as an adult who needs unlearning. They don't really need anything from you except to let them be who they are. Right. Just accept them for who they are. And us with the same. I mean, I remember hearing about my design and one of the things that stood out so much for me is that, and I guess this is the manifester in me and you can correct me if I'm wrong, But the way that I learned business 
like to grow my own business is like the traditional launch way, which is where you put out one signature program, you launch it for the rest of your freaking life. Boring. <laughs> and yeah, you might do like two or three. And the amount of money I have invested on coaches, on programs, on everything to learn how to do this really well. I, I mean, I've sought out to do this. I've invested thousands in ads to do this. And when I tell you, it felt like my life force was just like, I could see it leaving my body. It just sucked all of the life out of me. And what I used to make this mean for myself was that I was lazy, that I didn't have the work ethic, which is such a joke because what you said about the working eight hours a day, that's what I live for. I just, I, you know, but like, I was like, why can I, this is the thing that works. This is what everybody does. Or, you know, the people that I was following and at tables with at the time that worked for them. And I was like, what is wrong with me? Why can I just like do this thing? And I thought it was self-sabotage. I mean, you name it, I told myself. And then when I heard that, you know, you had the reading with me and you explained this to me that I'm meant to like dip in and out of things, right? And it could be work-related. It could be hobby-related. So like I might get a moment where like I'm super into gardening and, you know, and I'll do it for like a week or two and then we let's do yeah. something new. And same thing with offers. Here's a new fun program. Great. Now we're going to make it evergreen. We're going to make a new program. We and, and as soon as you explained that to me, it was like the, the clouds parted and the sun finally <laughs> shone down upon me. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. I felt so seen and understood. And it just gave me so much permission just to go and run and, and be me. It was yeah. huge. Yeah. I, that is what I hear from people the most. They'll box me or DM me a few days after our reading and say, I just feel relief. Like, I feel like I'm, there's nothing wrong with me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and that alone increases your magnetism. Sure. So much, so much. You also, right after that, hired a full-time VA, which is, uh, I mean, I know not everybody has the, the ability to do that yet, but you can play around with it and people can hire part-time VAs on Fiverr or whatever and play with that mm -hmm. energy because that's, so important for an MG or a manifester is to delegate. And stay in your zone, right? Is that, that's why to focus on the things that light you up versus all, because it's not like the other things don't need to happen. It's just that I'm not necessarily the one who's meant to do it. Yeah. And I think we're just taught that you have to do everything yourself in order to, I don't know, it's linear. It's that linear path, like right. figure out how to make this happen, figure out how to make this happen or else you're not going to be successful later on. And with technology now, that's like, well, that's all bullshit. You can hire yeah. somebody to do, to create Kajabi stuff for you that you don't, like, I don't, like I hired a VA to do my Kajabi stuff. I don't have a full-time VA, but I hire them when I do Kajabi stuff because mm -hmm. I, that would take me so long and it drains my energy. Yeah, yeah. That's a big piece for me is this whole, I mean, I'm, launching a program. I think the week that this podcast is coming out, we'll be, um, hosting a program called time collapse. Mm -hmm. And that's what, I mean, the more that I learn about time and start to play with time myself and being smarter with my energy and my output, and also my belief around how soon 
I can tap into those bigger levels for myself. Cause in the past, it's like, you see other people, oh, it took her two years. So it's probably going to take me two years. Oh, they did it in this time and and I'm this much further behind. So I probably have to do that much time and more. Right. And it's so easy to look, but then you realize, no, that's, that's not necessarily the case. And it's just, but, but we make these rules for ourselves. Yes. And I'm excited because I'm, I'm going to be inside of that, that time collapse group. So I'm yes, pumped are. about that. <laughs> but I, um, as we move towards 2027, it's going to be more, like more and more evident that time is an illusion, mm-hmm. you know? And cause you think about it, like if you had an hour at the DMV versus an hour sitting on a beach in Mexico, drinking a pina colada, the hour at the DMV is going to be longer. Yeah. <laughs> and more terrible. Allison, on my sales page for time collapse that I wrote right before this, uh-huh. I put time can be expanded. If you've ever sat at a DMV, you know this. <laughs> I haven't seen the sales page yet. Yeah. That's I know. weird. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So, okay. This 2027 vibe. So what happened? So we're in this big shift now where essentially people are waking up. They're starting to hear and come across podcasts like mine and yours. And there's, you know, it's resonating with them, or maybe it's not resonating right now, but maybe it will in the future. Mm-hmm. So the big moment is 2020 to 2027. And then what? So then we're going, this is a, there's a t- hint of astrology in this, and I'm getting ready to have a gal on my pad, podcast to explain this because I don't quite get it. Then we're fully in the age of Aquarius, which I don't know if you, do you know, if do you have any Aquarius in your natal chart, like your astrology chart? Oh gosh. I get really confused with astrology yeah, it, charts. Me too. Me too. Okay. The age of Aquarius is all about uh, leading from love instead of fear independent thinking, not being sucked in by outer influences like media or people, uh, quote unquote, above you trying to force you to make decisions out of fear or Mm -hmm. different things to get what they want. Um, It's going to be very much, it's going to be a more feminine energy time, but like the power feminine, the like Mm -hmm. good mixture between masculine and feminine energy. And it's going to be an interesting time, apparently, over the next five years, four and a half years, because a lot of different institutions are going to crumble in some ways. Um, there's because a lot of-, of this, because people are finally going to be like, no. Well, we're just seeing what's really going on behind the scenes, and it's not all for our good. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just going to be, not to go down conspiracy rabbit holes or anything, sure. but it's just going to, it's going to be a natural way of like, this is what held us together over the past few centuries because it needed to. And now we've evolved as human beings that we can sort of think for ourselves and take care of ourselves in a lot of ways. Um, the whole like switch over to crypto is like the first part of that. So that's really interesting, okay. like learning about cryptocurrency and um, decentralizing currency and money and whatever. Mm-hmm. Cause like right now, none, of, especially in America, none of our money is really backed by anything. It's all. <laughs> We don't have gold to back it up anymore. So there's a lot of like crazy stuff that's going to happen. Not to not to like make everybody fearful, but I think there's going to be so many cool things that are going to be happening. 
they're going to make technology has already done this to make everything a much more even playing field. And if you want something, you can, you have the resources to go out and get it. Mm. And there's no glass ceilings anymore. And like the sky's the limit. Um, people are going to be like following their intuition and their bodies more than their heads for the good, not like following their bodies out of fear, but following their bodies out of like what they truly deeply desire and not worrying about what their mom or dad or boss or whoever thinks of it. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a whole, I have a whole podcast episode about this. That was like my first of 2022. I was talking about the global cycle shift. So there's a whole list of things that are going to be happening. Um, it's all really, really for the good. And if you're listening to this and resonating with it, then you really truly are meant to be a leader to help walk us into that new, that new way of living and thinking. And, um, I don't know, like we have, we don't have very much time in these lives. So you need to be spending that time doing things that freaking light you up and with the people that you want to, and not doing stuff that makes other people rich. Right. (laughs) Unless you want to, unless you want to. Right. Exactly. Yes. That's how I feel about it too. I mean, at the end of the day, there are people who can walk with a level of risk. You know, the entrepreneurs, the ones who can grow businesses and not know exactly the exact time that their next dollar is going to come. And then there are people that just don't, they want the security. So, and that's beautiful because that makes our world work. But I feel like with human design, and correct me if I'm wrong again, but like when you're able to figure out what your design is and the strengths of it and what lights you up, is it the more closely you follow your design and listen to that, the faster you become successful in your field, in your life, or feel feel successful, feel happier, feel more fulfilled, which is ultimately what we're all after anyway, regardless of your industry, business, anything like success is defined by you based on what makes you feel happy and fulfilled. So is that right? Yes. So another word for human design, like the subtitle of it is the science of differentiation and deconditioning. Deconditioning is basically unlearning everything. So I'm turning 39 this year. So I'm having to unlearn everything I learned in the first four decades of my life because Mm -hmm. a lot of it was BS. It was meant to keep us small, keep us reliant on certain things and keep you from expanding into your highest self. So unlearning. And people say that it takes seven years to do that deconditioning. I don't think so. I noticed so many huge quantum leaps just a month into practicing these things. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just a matter of how often you notice, and you talk about this in your podcast a lot, notice those little triggers that come in or those thoughts that are the way you used to think. And you catch yourself and you say, no, let me go down let me get out of my head and go down into my body and what feels correct for me there. Mm. Um, so that's with all of the structure of human design, people who like structure and different, like this is step one, this is step two. Yeah, that's Human design's great for that. But 
really deep down, the purpose of it is to help you get out of your your head, the pros and cons and what things look like on paper and what you should do and what everybody told you you should do and go down deep into your spiritual self, that small, still voice inside of you, your highest self, whatever God, whatever that is for you. And actually listen to that and say F that to all of the things that society has taught us up until now. If they happen to match, cool. Great. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. fine. But um, every time you can catch that and reframe and choose what's right, what's correct for you, that's just part more and more deconditioning, which can accelerate that timeline for you and accelerate the quantum leaps and, and all of that kind of stuff. I also feel like so many times we're like, okay, as business owners, I have like 50 things I need to do right now right? Mm -hmm. So human design sort of helps you narrow down to be like, these are my four superpowers today. What can I do with these four superpowers that'll move the needle? I love that. That is juicy. That's so good. Yeah. Cause I know, and I'm, I'm the same way. Like, okay, step one, (laughs) Mm -hmm. tell me what to do. So step one would be, what's your your chart? What's Yeah. Your chart, look up your chart. Step two, what are the superpowers? And that's your incarnation cross, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Now, when you look these things up, it's not like it's going to be spelled out for you in this way. So this is where, for me, getting a reading done was so powerful because I didn't know what all the things meant. I didn't know what closed centers and open centers meant and what each meant. And I mean, this is this, the conversation, this is a tip of the iceberg. And if we could go deep into all those things, we would, but everybody has a different chart. Mm -hmm. So that's Mm -hmm. impossible. So this is where if this is lighting you up inside and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so intrigued, or maybe you've heard of it, but you haven't gotten a reading, or maybe you have gotten a reading. Like I did a reading before Allison and I really enjoyed it, but I didn't so much know how to apply it to my business. And that's where Allison like really thrives. She's also great at um, parenting. So I found out like what Chris's design is and what Cruz, which by the way, we're all many gens. We're all psychopath, workaholic, energy, energized bunnies in the house. You can imagine. So all that to say, where was I going with <laughs> Get a um, reading. And then what was the first, I was going down some loop that I got lost in my mind. Um, just business and then parenting. Those are my mm-hmm. sort of superpowers within human design because mm-hmm. a lot of human design readers are amazing. Um, yes. They're so knowledgeable. And I loved the lady who gave me mine. Like there's a lot of like really old ladies who are hippies who do are human design certified. And then a lot of like millennials, like younger people who haven't quite created a business yet or become parents yet. And I think that there's a special thing for like already having the business stuff, like business knowledge, and then being able to apply it. Um, Because I've started like six different businesses in my lifetime. Um, And this is the only one that I've utilized human design to grow. And it's been a game changer, Mm. game changer, mastermind, game changer in, (laughs) in my life. Yeah. I will say last, so it was about a year ago that I discovered human design and it was a close to a year. It was like August, September 
that I made like the biggest shifts in my business um, in terms of like what I was putting out into the world with this podcast, with my offers and the results. And it was because I was learning more about my design. In addition to other things, I was allowing myself, given my permission to show up fully, to be honest, talk about the things I wanted to talk about, to put out the things I wanted to put out, to truly pursue the type of life and business that I wanted. And then things started clicking into place. Mm -hmm. So again, like, oh, oh, and I think that's where I was going with this. Like figure out your reading or figure out your chart, get a reading, find out your superpowers. And I love that the step one, two, three, four each day, you know, if you can delegate the other things, great. But like half of mine is to show women what's possible Mm -hmm. and, and kind of like lead the shift in this paradigm, which, Mm -hmm. or this new paradigm, which like, wow, Mm -hmm. that's big and intimidating, but okay. But that's what I'm doing, right? That's what I'm doing with this podcast and the content that I create. So that's, I know that's why I feel so for the most part, happy most days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's huge. It's, it's literally so huge. And I like, you're one of the best examples of a Manny Jen, like living their true design. So I can give, I'm still working on that. We're working on lots of behind the scenes things, but I'm working on a list of like what type you are and some good role models for you. But if you're a Manny Mm. Jen, Allie's your person. Thank you. Yeah. Y'all, you have to go follow Allison. She's also, you're in the process of making the cheat sheets, correct? Yes. Yes. Almost done. Okay. So she's making these cheat sheets. So, um, especially if you're a coach, like this is why I, I put the little bird in her ear to, um, to do these because I mentor women who are all different types and it's so helpful to know like, oh, you're a mani gen. Okay, here's here's how I would navigate this. Also as a mani gen, oh, you're a projector. Okay, this is why you're feeling this way. So if you are a coach or a mentor, or you work close with obviously people of all design types, be looking out for these cheat sheets. Go listen to Allison's podcast, You Do Woo, because this is the vibe, obviously. <laughs> Book a reading. What else? What else can we do? That I will give you some links to put in the show notes where they can mm-hmm. get their free chart and all of that kind of stuff, get access to the cheat sheets, um, all of that. It's all there. I just today, I believe, so it'll be by the time we do this, I released a, if you're new to human design episode, it's a great place to start that just explains everything yeah. and gives you a ton of free resources. Um, and I'd also love to do a chart reading for anybody that's interested. If I only do a few a month, so go grab them as they're listed and you have a discount code that, that we can put in your show notes as well. Yes. Allison so graciously gave us a 15% off code, which is such a vibe. As a matter of fact, that's the code vibes. Vibes. (laughs) So, um, yeah, we'll link all of that in the show notes, but I just, I have to thank you because it was, it was you particularly and the way that you have been able, I don't know, like, I don't know how to articulate it, but the way that you're able to explain these different design types, it's as if it's your design. Like, you know, these things so well, and you explain them in such an understandable way that's applicable and, and actionable. And it's made such a difference in my life. So thank you for being here and sharing your knowledge to, to my people. It means the world. 
Thank you so much. It's it's weird. It's the weirdest thing ever because I have such like a logical like numbers brain. And this is the one thing that I feel like is God speaking through me, like a download. Like oh, a lot I of totally believe. Yes. Yeah. It's when I do human design readings, it's almost like I black out a little bit. And it's just, and I'm like, oh, I should go back and watch that Zoom because I don't know what I just said, but Mm -hmm. it's all truth and it resonates. So I think it's, it's not me. It's something, it's something bigger speaking this truth through me. So yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Y'all go follow Allison, listen to You Do Woo. And we're going to have you back. We, okay. I feel like we could do like a parenting. I don't know. We'll, yeah. we'll figure out other ways to bring, because obviously we can go so much deeper. So maybe after everybody finds their design and figures that out, then we can go deeper into well, something. That is something that's crazy. I'll just touch on it really quick. But mm-hmm. being a business owner, if there's a lot of chaos in your marriage or parenting world, it affects your business. Uh, I'm somebody who's learned that, especially the past like six months, we'll have to catch up on that. And it's, it's nuts. So if you want to do a future one, just on like not business stuff, but like the personal stuff, because cleaning a lot of those things up helps to give for you to give more energy to your business and things to flow better. like so much. So it makes a big difference. Yeah. Especially as entrepreneurs and, you know, especially if you work from home. Oh my gosh. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's genius. That's exactly what we'll talk about. Okay. Yay. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Allison will be back soon. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better, dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Reeves. And or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.